Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hey, everybody. How's everybody doing today? Yes, it is the Lupus and You Show right here. WIRN Internet Radio Health and Wellness Channel right here on Talk Shoe. I love it, ladies and gentlemen, as we move forward. I'm telling you, and, uh, you know, we've got a great show for everybody tonight. Uh, we have two uh, lupus experiences for everybody. They'll be calling in around 730. So right here is the beginning of the show. Uh, this was the brainchild of uh, our good friend, uh, Marianne Parker. You know, as you all know, she suffers with numerous ailments. She's also a veteran of the Gulf War, and thank you for your uh, service once again there, Mary. And, uh, you know, she also suffers with lupus and fibro and Gulf War illness and PTSD and all kinds of things. I'm telling you, and she is here she is in pain, but she is here, ladies and gentlemen. So let's introduce Mary Ann Parker. Hello, Mary Ann. How are you? Uh, hi, Joey. Uh, well, I'm in severe pain today, but I'm here. I am looking forward to the show and the guests that we're having. Yeah, it's going to be awesome, Mary Ann. And uh, usually these shows help you. Usually they're very therapeutic. So hopefully we can get you laughing. And uh, yeah, you know, once we start talking, I'll get my mind off the uh, intense pain. It's been pretty bad since yesterday. Yeah. Uh, it rained, but I didn't get any relief like I normally do. But today is 102 with the heat index and the, and the high humidity. The air is real thick outside, so and the barometric pressure is going down. Wow. So uh, that's ad, that's what's causing the pain. Oh yeah, it's oh yeah, that'll definitely joint. do it. It's in my joints, like uh, my knees and my my knees, really in my knee joints. It's just terrible, yeah. but. Um, yeah. But I'm going to get through this. <laughs> oh, I know you will. You're you're a warrior, Marianne. You, yeah, you get through yeah. it all the time. You, you, uh, I don't know how you do it, Marianne. you got so many ailments there. But you, you get it done. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm really... Yeah, I, I, I think I basically try not to think about it. And uh, But I've had a particularly rough week this week. My chronic fatigue is flaring, flaring up since Saturday. And then, and then uh, yesterday... Yesterday, let's see, I, I was... Fine, and then in the afternoon, um, I just I got intense pain in my back. It started out in my back, and now it's in my knees. Oh. But my back let my back was hurting this morning, but now my back is let up. But it's just my knees. My knees are bothering me real bad. Oh boy. Yeah, uh, it's always yeah. something, though. It's always something. But I just yeah. gotta overlook it and keep on moving. That's what you gotta do, Marianne. Yeah. That's what you gotta do. You know, yeah. uh, we. We got to get you thinking of more shows. Maybe it'll help. <laughs> oh, I got more show ideas. <laughs> All right. Well, let me know what they are. We got to get them on the air here. Uh, yeah, I love I you, Marianne. I, I love you. You're the best. I mean, she really came up with a lot of, of these great ideas for our health and wellness channel. You know, and, uh, I'm telling you, I mean, it's just awesome, you know. 
And this, this, uh, you know, was was Mary Ann's dream back in the day to become a broadcaster. And I actually gave her her chance to do what she really wanted to do in life. And I'm proud of that. I'm proud yeah, to help someone else do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's a wonderful. Oh, and I did hear from a. I did hear from uh, someone that said that um, the last PTSD show really helped him out. And oh, awesome. I got a I got a message on Twitter from someone, so I'm glad that uh, able to help help out. And I also helped out another veteran since we last had our shows and uh, about with PTSD. So so the shows, you know, they they do help people, and it's nice to get that random message every once in a while to let you let you know that you're you know that you actually. You know, there's somebody out there. There's people out there listening, and we just haven't heard from them. Yeah. You know. Oh, it's it's you know it's awesome. And the last couple of shows, I think we had back in uh, uh, what was April before we hit very busy May. Uh, right. Is is that um, in April we actually had international people that were calling in? I thought it was awesome. I thought it was great. You know. Oh yeah, that was yeah, that was great. That was yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's reaching a lot of people. Yeah, by word of mouth, and um, and then you know, and Facebook and Twitter and and uh, different avenues, and it, it's you know, it, it's really encouraging. You know, even when you get just one message, you know, it it, it makes you want to you know continue to go forward. Oh, definitely, definitely, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you know, these these just you know, for me. You know, uh, my therapist, I I see a mental therapist, and he says, you know, talking about your pain and talking and trying to help other people with your pain, you know, is very good for you, and it's very therapeutic. You know, and I said, Doc, every time I talk about pain or try to help somebody on my show, I feel good. You know, I really feel good. You know, and uh, when it comes down to it, it, it's, um, it's helping me. But it's also helping the person listening. So that's why, you know, I ask you, please invite all your pain friends to come down and learn something new. Invite people that don't know about pain to come down and learn. You know, it's it's important, ladies and gentlemen, because once people start learning, then they'll share it with their friends and family. And then once they start learning, they'll share it with their friends. And then it'll just be an ongoing thing, you know, and that's what I want. That's what I would like to see is this ongoing thing of people learning and people spreading knowledge. And, you know, that's what life is all about. If if you wind up to be that dead end, I can't help you. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if, if I mean, if, if I'm trying to share something and I'm being told I can't share it, then, I mean, I, I feel like I'm a piece of dead wood. You know, I mean, I don't want to be dead wood. I want to be you know, like this, this vibrant person just sending out information to people and then them sharing it out because it's just all great information, you know. Share it, share it, share it, you know. I don't mind if you share anything off my wall. That's what it's all about. That's why I post it. Um, yeah, I know. I mean, uh, it, it, yeah. I mean, but I do have people that want to come on and talk about their experiences, that's you know, great. I mean, guess guess three. You know, is saying you know it's the hard part is getting people to talk about, which is right. true. It, it's very hard, but there are some people that want to come out and say, "Yeah, I'll be that person. I'll be that face of lupus, or I'll be that face of RSD." 
you know, because that's important. You have to learn that all these experiences that we do have are unique. And if we, if we don't come out and talk about it, people will never know what we have, you know. And I, I think it's important for as many people that want to come out to come out and talk because I think that's very important. What do you think, Mary Ann? Jump in here. Uh, I think I think so. Uh, you know, uh, you know, it's well, it's like uh, where every, every time we do a show, you, you know, you know, you don't know who, exactly who's listening, but um, you know, as as my my philosophy is, as long as it helps one person, you know, that's a start. If it helps just one person, it's uh, it's all worth it. Yeah. Oh you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. It, that's the way I look at it. You know, if it helps only one person. Then that person could tell someone else, and then make a chain reaction, and and uh, you know it's great to have all the listeners, and uh, we just don't know how much impact we're having, but but you know down deep inside, I feel that we're having a lot of impact based on the messages that I've been getting. When I do get messages, when the yeah. messages I've received so far have, have been really encouraging, and and like you know like wow, you know like. Like I got the one on Twitter, and I was like, "Wow, that's great!" You know, the person was suffering with PTSD, and then they listened to me talk about PTSD, and now they felt that they were be- they could they could deal with it. So that's that's really amazing. Wow, well, that's you know? yeah. So that's I'm glad really we great. started the PTSD show because yeah. you know, and it's more than just about combat-related PTSD. It's about all kinds of PTSD. Yeah. It just doesn't have to be combat-related, but, you know, that's part of the PTSD that I have experienced personally. But, but you know, the, it, it blankets everyone that's, that's suffering PTSD. And, you know, speaking of chronic pain, I watched that movie Cake with Jennifer Aniston this morning, and uh, <laughs> that was timely. I was laying down in bed, and I was I was in severe pain, and I was watching her. And she played an excellent role, and she was nominated for an Oscar for her role in, in portraying a chronic, a chronic pain patient. Yeah. She had severe emotional pain and physical pain from an accident that killed her toddler, her son. Yeah. And uh, it shows her, well, she, in the movie, she gets addicted to pain medicine. But it sh- over, over the course of the movie, it shows that, you know, um, at, at, through the suicide of someone in her chronic pain support group, over the course of the movie, she becomes, she, 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 you know, she just, first she wants to kill herself too, but then she decides that she wants to live, and you see the, it's an accurate portrayal of, uh, of someone, you know, suffering with severe chronic pain. I recommend anybody suffering with any kind of pain to watch that movie, and, um, and, and it's a good portrayal of people addicted to pain medicine too, but, um. It was pretty pretty incredible, and then I turned on Dr. Oz, and she was it was a rerun, and it was Jennifer Aniston talking about the movie. That was <laughs> that gave me goosebumps. That was really weird. I was like, wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah wow. This afternoon, I was like, wow, that's amazing. I just watched the movie this morning, but you know, I'd recommend that movie to anybody. Oh, and speaking of uh, having lupus and psoriatic arthritis and fibromyalgia and so many other chronic autoimmune diseases like uh, diabetes and, and uh, suffering with PTSD, well, no longer, but PTSD and uh, military sexual trauma and everything else that I deal with, 
um, I saw something on the Internet about yesterday. Well, I actually saw it on one of the local channels here in Miami about natural pain remedies for people and with uh, chronic pain. And there was a lady on there, and she has rheumatoid arthritis and lupus. And she said that she's been pain-free for the last three years. And she said that she drink, how she got pain-free was drinking uh, eight ounces of tart cherry juice every night um, for 30 days. And after 30 days, she hasn't experienced any lupus or rheumatoid arthritis pain. Really? So I'm going to yeah. try that and see what happens. Yeah, give it a try. Yeah, you never yeah, know. Yeah, and uh, then, you know, they talked about turmeric, and they talked about saffron, mm-hmm. and they talked about other different um, natural remedies for chronic pain, ginger. Um, it, was, it was pretty awesome. I, I watched the segment several times, and then I read it online, and I shared it on my Facebook page. It was really, it was, it was you know, something to try. It can't hurt to try it. Oh yeah, I mean, that's, it, was, uh, it wasn't the first time I heard about it, but it was the yeah. first time that I heard somebody with rheumatoid arthritis and lupus talk about it. So yeah. I said, well, you know, it doesn't hurt to try. More power for her if she's if she's pain free and she got her life back. And then, you know, it's expensive, but it's worth giving it a try rather yeah, than taking all the pills and you know with all the prescriptions that I have. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's that's definitely something uh, I'd like to take a look at. Maybe you want to share that on my wall. You you could do that. Uh, oh, I guess. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I'll tag yeah, you yeah. with it. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Please do that because I, I definitely want to take a look at that. That's definitely something I would love to look at. And awesome that you saw that movie. You know, I I heard so much about it. I mean, I heard negative. I heard positive about it. You know, people didn't really like right, yeah. the fact that she was a um, a pain medicine addict. You know, per se. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, it was it was sort of an accurate description of a pain patient. You're absolutely yeah, the right. Yeah, the way she the way she acted and the way and the way that um, I think um, she was probably addicted to those pain pills more from the emotional pain that she was stuffing down inside from from the loss of her child in the accident, and um, her husband had moved out. And so I think I think she was more addicted from probably emotional pain, but I, you know they didn't really go into that in the movie. But but um, you know she was able to um, stop the medicine by the end of the movie. So it was uh, it was you know it was uh, to me it was I would say it was ninety five percent accurate, mm-hmm. especially the way she was portraying how she was in pain. But but uh, yeah, you should watch it if you ever get a chance. It's on the it's on. TV on on demand on TV on the cape my cable system, so awesome! I'll, yeah. I'll have to take a look at that. Yeah, definitely. check it I, out. Yeah, when you have yeah. time. So that was kind of funny. So you saw the movie and then you saw her on Doctor Oz. That's a little crazy. That's, that's yeah, talk, but that's how sometimes that's how it works. You yeah. know, in my life, you know, because I believe in intuition and I, you know, and and sometimes you know things like that, um, you know. Uh, happen in my life where, where you know, those kind of events, and they're like, hmm, wow, that's, a, you know, interesting. Or, or, like, I'll see somebody and I had been thinking about them all morning or something like that. You know, sometimes those things happen. Yeah, it was pretty pretty, uh, pretty weird. I, I, I turned on Dr. Oz at 3 o'clock, and it was Jennifer Aniston. It was a rerun talking about the movie and, I, and chronic pain, and I was like, and, and, you know, and I was like, wow, that's a... <laughs> that's something else. 
<laughs> yeah, and exactly. I was like, yeah. I said, wow, that's really weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And, um, yeah. you know, I, I think it's, I think it's great, you know, that we, uh, you know, we bring these shows to folks here on WYRN, you know, because I think it's important. I think it's, it's really important to get the word out about these conditions, you know, because not many people either know about it or they don't want to know about it, or it's more or less, uh, there's a lot of ignorance out there in the world about chronic pain diseases because you can't see, you know, so it's more or less an invisible disease. So when, when you try to explain to somebody that doesn't understand pain or can't see your pain, it's like almost like um, they don't get it. You know, they don't get it because it, they, they don't see it. You know, they don't. Right. And, they, and they say, oh, wow, you look great today. You look awesome. Uh, thank you. But I don't feel awesome, you know. Uh, you know, so... I mean, I, I could see where, you know, some of these diseases like lupus and fibro and RA, you know, and IC and, and MS and, and uh, RSD, you know, I, I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, you know, when you get down deep into it, you know, there's so many chronic pain conditions out there, and there's so many conditions that people don't even know that it's out there. I am still learning. I am still learning about some of the things that are out there. You know, uh, there's so many different pain conditions that are out there. You know, very rare pain conditions that you never hear of. You know, and it's like, wow, I just learned something new today. You know, I mean, it's just unbelievable, Marianne. I mean, so many pain conditions, you know? Oh, yeah. I um, I was watching a a clip of Tony Braxton on uh, HuffPost Live. And she was being interviewed, and she was uh, talking about lupus, uh, her lupus. And, um, you know, she was talking, and, uh, and the interviewer said, but you look so amazing. You look, you know, so fantastic today with your hair and your makeup and your clothes. And she was like, yeah, but, you know, with, the, with lupus, you know, inside, I'm, um, you know, some days it's all I can do to get up there and perform on stage. Uh, you know, with the lupus, and you know, and uh, she really suffers w- with lupus and the pain from it. And that was a good example of, uh, you know, you look perfectly fine. You look, like in her case, gorgeous and, you know, beautiful body and, you know, everything and perfect makeup and clothes. And then inside she's suffering just like the rest of the other lupus patients, you know, then the invisible illnesses, as, as they call them. And, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, people just don't understand, you know, they look at you and they just think you're a malinger, you don't want to work, or, you know, you're just, you know, you want to live off the government, or, you know, you want to just collect your VA check, and you want to just sit back and twiddle your thumbs and and just have a happy-go-lucky time of it, but it's just not that, that's just not the case. No. I would give anything if I was able to work. But yeah, you, um, you, you, know, you want to know something happen anytime soon. You, you know, want to know something? I mean, for us, I mean, when it comes down to it, you know, I do. I, I'm doing what I'm doing, you know, because I, you know, me, I, I can't. I wouldn't be able to think straight if I was in a regular job. Okay, I really wouldn't be able to think straight if I was in a nine to five job, you know. And um, when it comes down to it, I mean. You know, I'd rather be doing what I'm doing here. 
you know, uh, right. building my business, building my radio station, and so on and so forth. I, I'd rather be doing what I'm doing right now. You know, but for a lot of people, yeah, I mean, like, you know, they would rather be working. I mean, just dealing with chronic pain in itself is a job, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it is. Yes. Yes, it, it is. is. Some days it's just a job just to get through 24 hours of your life. Yep. You know, yep. it. You know, it's. It's not easy, especially like, uh, you know, me, I don't have uh, much social support, you know, as, as I um, isolated myself when I first got to Miami because of uh, pain and depression and one thing after another. But, you know, some days it's really tough to get through because, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I need to clean my house, you know, but then I'm not, I'm in severe pain. So the house doesn't get clean and then cleaned up, you know, as fast as you'd like it to be cleaned up. And, you know, you're beating yourself up about that. And, you know, it's just – and then it gets tiring to go to the um, hospitals, um, you know, and then be there all day. Like Tuesday I was at the Aventura Hospital all, all day. And then last week um, last week I passed out in uh, the lab at the VA hospital and, I wound up, I didn't get home until 9 o'clock at night, and, it's, and then from there it's just been chronic fatigue and pain the whole week, and it's been, it's 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 like a job. It's it's tough. It's a tough road to hoe, as my mom used to say, you know, comparing it to working out in the cotton field, you know. It's yeah. hard. It's very hard and demanding physically. Well, it's not you know, only I'm that. It's fine, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's not only that, though. It's not only your physical health. You know, and it's a job dealing with the insurance companies. It's a job dealing with your doctors. It, it's oh, a, it's a, oh, oh, yeah, Humana. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Humana. July 1st, I can't use my favorite emergency room anymore. They, they're they not, they, after June 1st, you can't go to Aventura Hospital. You know, oh, like, no. I just can't wait for October to get here. Oh. You know, actually. You know, out of the hospitals in Miami, Aventura Hospital is my favorite hospital to go to if I have an emergency because they'll give me a pain shot if I need one. But, oh, no, as of July 1st, um, Aventura Hospital is no longer serviced by Humana, uh, my friends at Humana. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, your friends are right. I'm telling you. Yeah, you, you know, had, you had a couple of issues with them with the yeah, you cut me too. off of my lidoderm patches, and that was the that was the beginning of the downfall with fibromyalgia <laughs> pain. Oh and, no! Uh, I'm waiting for October, the first day I can change my Medicare plan. I will be the first. I'll be the first person calling in. <laughs> I can't wait for that day. Oh man, that's just horrible what they do to you. I mean, like they, you can't get your pain patches. You, you can't go to the yeah. hospital that you like. You, you can't go to your favorite lupus doctor. You know, I mean, come on, give me a break. Yeah. What's the matter with these people? It's, it's, I, I, you know, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just, an, I don't, I don't get it. You know, I don't understand it. You know, but uh, I don't know. It's, it's about, it's just about money, I suppose. And it's just, uh, you know, it's just. Oh, I just can't wait! I just can't wait to call in in October. I hope it's like October the first, but I think it's more like October the fifteenth or wow. or October seventh. There's some day that in October where you can call in and change your Medicare plan. Yeah. And I can't wait for that because I want to. <laughs> it would be nice to have a pain patch. Oh, if I could have had a pain patch yesterday, 
Yeah. And I could have put it on my lower back and the, um, the all the tender points in my back that were flaring up from fibromyalgia. Oh, it w- I would have been feeling great today. Or not great, oh, maybe not great, but a lot better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and yeah, then, but you know, you know, that's how it is. Yeah, I mean, those pain those pain patches, you know, very important. I know, I I had those pain patches too. The pain patches that you're talking about. Oh yeah. And uh, workers' comp, wonderful workers' comp. Stop paying for them. Oh, man, I'm telling you. Everybody, don't tell Workers' Comp I'm here. They don't know I'm here. <laughs> Just please don't tell them I'm here, okay? They listen yeah. to my show on Blog Talk Radio, okay? They listen, and, and, and they call my therapist, uh, my mental therapist up, and they say, this is the best. Listen to this, folks. I got to say this story before we get, uh, our guest comes on in like three minutes, I hope. Hope she comes on. Uh, but this is this is great. This is awesome. This is a great story. So I walk into my uh, mental therapist's office one day. You know, I see him like once a week, and I sit down and I'm uh, you know talking to him about my pain. You know, because that's what I do. I go in there and talk about my pain. And more towards the end of the session, he goes, "Hey, Joe, um, has workers comp contacted you?" I said, "No, thank God they haven't." I said. You know, and, uh, and uh, oh, uh, they contacted us here at the office. Oh, wow, yeah, really? Well, they contacted you guys at the office. They call you? Well, when, when, uh, when did they get uh, time during their day to call you? He said, oh, they call us like, uh, you know, like once a month they call us. I'm like, oh, really? I didn't know that. All right, okay, all right. All right, so uh, what did they have to say, Doc? What did they got to say? You know, I'm sitting here waiting. You know, so... Uh, this is the best part. This is the best. So he comes out and he says, oh, Joe, you know, they listen to your radio show. I'm like, oh, I'm taken back there for a moment. I'm like, oh, they listen to my radio show. Oh, oh all right. Uh, I, I actually told him, I hope they listen to something. I said, you know, but, uh, you know, and, and then he goes, you know, hey, Hey uh Joe, you know, they listen to your radio show and they say uh, and they and they uh the the woman called me, your adjuster and you know, she said, "Oh, you're a happy go lucky guy on the air. Happy go lucky guy on the air." You know, he's uh, all happy and then talking and uh, you know, excited to do his show. You know, I'm like, yeah. well, "Well, yeah, I am. I have to be. You want to be a mean bastard?" I could be a mean <laughs> bastard, but I don't think how many listeners would come and listen to my shows. You know, nope. but, but, but I, I, so, so the best part is that that's the best part. They listen to my show, and they said, oh, he's a happy-go-lucky guy. He don't need therapy, they said. He don't need therapy. Well, I, well, I told them, the doctor said, I told them, I said it's okay because it's therapeutic for him to go on the air, talk about his pain, help his... Uh, you know, help his uh, people out, you know, uh, have uh, information for them to learn and stuff like that. So he backed me up on that. And so a couple of days ago, I get an IME. I have to go and see an IME doctor in Brooklyn. I have to pay $8 to go over the bridge. Okay, for those of you that don't know, uh, Staten Island is surrounded by water, obviously. It's an island, Okay. Uh, you know, and uh, we have like a few bridges that we have to go over here, you know, to go to the various points that we need to go. So if we, we have a couple of bridges to go to Jersey, you know, but those are cheap. Those are like $4, you know. But to go to another borough 
here in, in New York, you know, to go in another borough, you got to pay $8 to go to Brooklyn over the Arizona Bridge. And I'm like, uh, okay, so i got to go over the bridge to go to an IME doctor. I know I'm not going to get a positive report from the IME doctor. So this is just a negative thing all the way around. You know, I'm like, uh, so I have to go to this IME doctor. It's a psychologist. So they're trying to prove that my radio shows prove that I don't need I don't need the therapy. Oh, so basically boy. that's what they're trying to prove here. They are trying to prove, ladies and gentlemen, beyond a shadow of a doubt that Joe does not need mental therapy when he's off computer. So when he's off computer, I'm a different guy. You know, I mean, you know, I'm the, well, I, I personality wise I'm not different. But hurting wise, yes. Okay, yes, I hurt. Okay, yes, I hurt a lot. Okay, but hey, I keep my mind off of it. I do my work every day. You know, everybody don't see that part of me. And I don't want anybody to see that part of me. You know, I, it's more or less uh, when it comes down to it, ladies and gentlemen, when, when I'm off the show, um, I do have what everybody else has. I have done my depressing days. I have my anxiety-filled days. You know, it, it, it's more or less, it's Joe. You know, Joe, the, the person off the radio, is, when it comes to his pain, a different person when he's on the radio show. So when it comes down to it, workers' comp is wrong. Workers' comp is absolutely, positively wrong. So today, I go to my therapist's office, it was aggravating, you know, that I have to show him this paper that I received from workers' comp, that I have to go to this, uh, you know, insurance company doctor, uh, and I have to go in front of this doctor, and I have to basically state my claim, you know. And if he asks me, what about the radio show? And I'm going to say, well, yes, I have to be the way I am on the radio show because I'm presenting myself to people, okay? I'm presenting myself to people. I do not want to be a mean bastard on the air. Nobody will come listen to me. You know, I'm gonna, that's exactly what I'm going to say. That's exactly what I'm going to say. I'm getting all fired up here. But, that, you know, that is exactly what I'm going to say because this is wrong. If you're going to use my radio show against me, then screw you. You know, I mean, you, you can't do that, okay? I, they think they could do that. It's not going to work. It's not going to work, ladies and gentlemen. I have an awesome lawyer. The lawyer is going to win. He won 100% of the cases so far. He hasn't lost. What makes them think they're going to win? You know, come on. Give me a break, workers comp. Give me a break. You know, I mean, like, you think you're going to pull a win out of a hat? I don't think so, you know? I mean, when it comes down to it, my lawyer is, like, right on point. The man is on point, okay? And uh, he's just, he's never off. He hasn't been off yet, you know? And when it comes down to it, I need this mental therapy. I really do need it, you know? It's helping me Stay off the medications. I don't want to be on the medications anymore, okay? But the mental therapy is allowing me to speak, is allowing me to talk, you know? And uh, so that's my workers' comp story, Marianne. I hope you enjoyed that. But that's uh, yeah, exactly you have to have, uh, I don't know, it seems like they're um, kind of like, you know, her, it's almost like borderline harassment. 
you know. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, you know, to me, it's it just you know, it seems like you're gonna to have to be dealing with them every month until the until the case is uh, adjudicated. Yeah. You know, permanently, final and permanently adjudicated. It's it's uh you know, but the mental therapy it does help. Oh, it, it just, I just I just finished a session, uh, several sessions of talk therapy. We didn't. It wasn't about PTSD or anything, but um, it made me more calm, you know, it, you know as a person and, and more confident. So you know, it's helpful. It's helpful to you know when when these uh, when the chronic pain is knocking you down and all the other illnesses that you suffer with, and you know sometimes sometimes and some days it's overwhelming. You know, and it's good to have a, uh, somebody objective that can listen to what you're saying and then offer insight about what could possibly, you know, things you could possibly try to help you out, you know? Yeah, I hear you. So, I, you know, I, it's worth it. I, but it now they said I can be my own therapist, so <laughs> we'll see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know? I, I mean, it's like a job. Workers' comp is like a job, too. You know, trying to just get through a day with workers' comp, give me a break. You know, I mean, geez. You know, I mean, like, they're always up your back. I mean, I, yeah, it's it's so, 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 like, old already. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it really is kind of, old. You're like, um, you're always waiting for the other shoe to drop, so to speak. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you know, you have to worry about, well, what are they doing? What are they, they going to do next or whatever, you know? Yeah. Like you're waiting for... That. The other shoe to fall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, some, our, it, it, well, it doesn't help matters when you have you. have to worry about something like that. Something something so serious and important, and you have to worry about that, and it do, it doesn't make dealing with chronic pain any easier. Oh no, definitely not. Definitely not. We're waiting for our first call and a call in. Uh, her name is Jen. Uh, we are waiting to hear her lupus story uh and we will be chatting with her hopefully <laughs> she's funny this one. Oh, i forgot today was the show <laughs> uh, all right all right so we're gonna bring her on right now jen you're coming on don't worry we'll get you on the air i promise i promise we'll get you here um <laughs> and uh when it comes down to it ladies and gentlemen we're always ready for these things. We have to be ready, you know, so we had to make sure we had the, the number prompted so we could give, you know, the number, you know, and uh, now we're just waiting for Jen to call in. Please call in now. Uh, just call in. All right. So it's it's pin one. Yes, please. You You will be prompted. You will be prompted. Uh, when you call in, everybody will be prompted when they call in, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, that's just the way it is. That's just the way we are here. Yeah, we prompt people to do everything. No, actually, it's it's a uh, it's a machine, ladies and gentlemen, that prompts you to add the access code and then the PIN. So really exciting stuff, ladies and gentlemen, as we move forward. Uh, we are uh, waiting, awaiting our uh, caller here. Her name is Jen um, uh, Zaxor, I believe. I believe that's the way you say it. Uh, she'll be on talking about her lupus experience as soon as she gets on. 
we'll be really excited, ladies and to hear a lupus experience today. Uh, so, 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 Marianne, um, you know, like uh, going back to the whole idea of, oh, here she is. Here she is, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jen. Hello, Jen, are you there? Jen, are you there? She's not yes, off mute yet. Hello, Jen. Hi, Joseph. How are you? Hi. How are you? I'm okie dokie. I'm actually very happy. I was kind of taken back from um, the date that we set up mm-hmm. because I found out happy news. And having lupus, it's very happy and hard to find out that you're pregnant. Oh, wow. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. Wow. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, that's wonderful. You know, yeah, it's something that, you know, you don't expect, that you don't think is going to happen, and then, bam, you stop thinking about it. Wow, that's mm-hmm. great. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's, that's good. That's really good. I'm so I'm mm-hmm. so happy for you. I'm very happy for you. Thank you very um, much. So let's uh, chat about your lupus experience here, Jen. You know, start from the beginning when you first found out you had lupus. Um, uh and then, uh, you know, tell us where you are at today. I was diagnosed maybe about seven years ago, like solidly. And then off and on, you know, they tell me that, you know, you go to the physicians, they go to the doctors, they retest you. And, of course, if you're not in the middle of a flare, your blood work comes out nice and clean. And I think that's one of the doctor's misconceptions. They're like, oh, you don't have it. It must be something else. Mm-hmm. Well, no, all the other things that you have going on say that's what it is. And it's me as a patient telling you that's what it is, you know. And that's one of the hardest things, um, I guess, is going through physicians, Mm -hmm. you know, one after another. And, you know, you're feeling crazy at times thinking, oh, maybe I am just making stuff up, Mm -hmm. you know. And that's the hard part about, you know, having lupus. And when I found out... um, I was just having random things going on, like I had a pseudotumor cerebrae, I had um, problems with my heart, you know, some days I couldn't walk, because my hip would be so inflamed that I would go to the ER, I'm like, I can't walk. Mm-hmm. You know, they you know, would do all these bends with me, all this stuff, x-rays, everything, of course, everything's clean. Mm-hmm. You know, the mo- moment they give me an anti-inflammatory, hey, guess what, things are better. Mm-hmm. Give me a steroid, I'm great. You know, and that's one thing that I don't do in my treatment is I won't take steroids. So I kind of, you know, get by with Tramadol and um, my Tylenol and cool showers and rest. Well, that's good because now that you're pregnant, you know, taking all those drugs would have been no good, you know. So yeah. I, 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 think, uh, I think that's smart per se, that mm-hmm. you're doing that now, being that you're pregnant, yeah. you know, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it would it definitely, it would have been, and I always told the doctors, they're like, well, why are you so against, you know, getting getting on the medication? Door? And they tell me, it's not a bad thing. You know, if you mm-hmm. could do it without it, that's great. But why are you so against it? I'm like, because when I'm older, I'm like, it's not going to have the same effect because I've been taking it for so many years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm 33 right now. And I'm hoping to live a very long life. And if it's anything how my grandmother, I believe she had lupus, but since back then, you don't get diagnosed. Just like you still don't get diagnosed now. 
Yeah. You know, you go yeah. through doctors and doctors, and I'm seeing a lot of things that I have going on right now. Hey, my grandma had that. Mm-hmm. Hey, she mm-hmm. had that. Hey, she had a little suitcase of pills, too. You know, that little suitcase of pills goes around with you everywhere. Mm, interesting. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, so, okay, you're 33. Okay, mm-hmm. you're 33. Uh, so how uh, about how long you've been dealing with the lupus now? I think since I was about 18 because out of nowhere, my senior year of high school, I started having muscle spasms. I would, you know, they would run, my parents would run me to the ER and I would be, you know, in doubled up pain. They would, of course, run all sorts of exams on me, thinking, oh, maybe kidney stones, this, that. Nothing was wrong with me. Mm-hmm. You know, all the medically, everything was fine. Mm. And, you know, the, all they would push on me is flexural and, you know, Vicodin. Here you go. I'm like, I'm 18. That's not a good thing for me to do. Right. You know, and, yeah. I, and I wouldn't take it because I'm like, it's not working. Why am I going to be taking pills that are not working? Right. You know, Absolutely. fix what's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. You know, find out what's wrong with me. Yeah, absolutely. But absolutely. since at that point you're young, they don't look for problems. Well, that's true too, right? I mean, like, mm-hmm. yeah, they don't look for the problems that you know adults have per se when you're young. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So wow. So you've been dealing with this for a while now. Wow. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, what type of symptoms do you have? What type of symptoms? May, mine, per se, right now, actually, the pregnancy is great <laughs> well, because I've been running. At, yeah, the last six weeks, I've been, like, amazingly awesome, and I hope someday, you know, everybody with lupus gets to feel, you know, at least a couple days without pain mm-hmm. because it's a, it's constant pain every day. This hurts, that hurts. You can't even pick one that you, you know, someone asks you if you're okay. You're like, yeah, I'm fine because you're just so used to it. Mm-hmm. That there's those one days that you don't have pain that you just want to do everything. And then the next day you pay for it. Well, Marianne knows about that. Marianne, you want to jump in here? You know? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Um, I got diagnosed with lupus after Desert Storm. I went to Desert Storm in the Air Force. Oh. And um, I take a lot of those um, those medicines that, that you mentioned, but um, mm-hmm. they're, t- they're titrating me down off of the prednisone because I've been on it a long time. I've been on it 15 years. And um, yeah. my mom had severe rheumatoid arthritis, and uh, and she was, at the time that she got diagnosed with it, we lived in a little farming town in rural Missouri, and uh, prednisone was the only thing they could they could treat her with because there were no rheumatologists for like three or four hundred miles in each direction, so it destroyed oh, her wow. whole body. So I saw what the prednisone did to her. But mm-hmm. we're tight, we're tight, you know, titrating down. So hopefully I'll, I'll be able to get off the prednisone. And then you know you're right about the Vicodin. Some days it works and some days it doesn't. It just takes mm-hmm. the edge off so I can function. And, exactly. Uh, it's just a you know lupus is like a it's like a balancing act. You have to you have to really listen to your body because when those days come that you don't have pain, you do want to go shopping and clean the house. You want to do everything. And, you know, and <laughs> do everything. And then the next day you're in a flare again. <laughs> uh-huh. You, you have yeah, this burst so of energy. I know what you're going through, but, but I'm so yeah. happy for you. I'm so happy for you that you're going to have a baby. That's wonderful. Yeah, I just had my checkup, and they said everything's running clear, and I'm not in the middle of a flare, so woohoo! <laughs> I, heard, I heard some girls with lupus, I heard some women with lupus that when they get pregnant, 
the lupus kind of subsides for a while. So I hope that's your case. It sounds like it might exactly. be. Exactly. Yeah, I'm telling it goes you, like, like it's a remission. Yeah, that's great. Mhm, and that's another thing that doctors don't talk about. That and a lot of them don't even mention lupus goes in remission. Yeah, they yeah they you don't. know they they don't talk about it going in remission. So you know you could they're like oh but you were like fine last year and you weren't in the ER or nothing. Uh yeah, it goes away for a little bit, but not really because you still have the joint pain, you still have the achiness. It just means I'm not in extreme you know problems or situations where I have to go to ER. Mm-hmm. Right, just like uh. Just like right now, my blood work shows that I've been in remission, uh, so to speak, for like you know mm-hmm. three or four, five months. But but boy, the past few days it's been like a, um, a high humidity here in Miami Beach, and uh, oh been, girl, yeah, oh it's horrible. <laughs> I've been been in severe pain since yesterday with uh, mm-hmm. fibro and the lupus. Oh my goodness, I don't yeah. know where where do you live? I live in Chicago, so we're just as humid right now. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah summertime in the Midwest, yeah. Yeah, I'm originally mm-hmm. from Missouri, so, uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> we know how that yeah. is. The humidity is, you're, you're like, there's only one season, cold and really freaking hot. Yeah. <laughs> That's very true, Jen. That's very true. We know that here in New York as well. Oh, yes. exactly. You just have one or the other. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But, hey, at least you got a hockey team to root for. Anyway. Right now, yeah, we're doing really great. <laughs> you know, the last two games kind of scared us, but right now we're doing a little bit better. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my hockey team got beat, so uh, there you go. But, <laughs> well, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. But anyway, uh, moving on, um, what's it called? So, I mean, it seems like in your, your experience, it, it seems like you're dealing with it pretty good. Seems like you're dealing with it pretty good. I mean, well, I, 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 I mean, uh, have you had your days where you can't deal with it? Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's days like I write about it in my blog. There's days that I just can't deal with anything, and you get up and you know you get up and you just gotta have to keep going because life goes around you and you gotta keep up with it. But there's some days that you just want to shut down and like those days that when I was on medication or anything, you just don't want to take it. Mm-hmm. And people tell you it's just pills. No, it's not. It's a fistful of pills that you have to take to make yourself function for the day. Yeah. And they feel heavy in your mouth when you take them. Like, it's it's just a horrible feel for me at least. Yeah. That feeling of having that many pills to make you feel okay for the day. And it's not even going to make you feel great. Yeah. It's just, okay, this will make me a little bit better. You know, or waking up and saying, one day I was taking off my makeup and my face was swollen out of nowhere and it was swollen for a week wow you know my eye was closed shut go to the doctor oh well you you, maybe you had an allergic reaction no i soap and water same soap and water i've been using for years you know and that day it chose my face wow you know some days the sun chooses my skin and you know i can't go out without a shawl Mm-hmm. some sort of sweater, something covering my arms, because then I get blisters on my arms. And it's not the top of your skin, it's under your skin. Right, right. Uh, you know, so those kind of things are little things that you're like, okay, should I go to the pool? You know, if I go to the pool, I have to do this, I have to do that. You know, well, there's an indoor pool over here. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's and there's, hmm So there's things like that that, you know, 
that you kind of like, oh, do you guys mind going to an indoor pool? You know, they're like, well, it's summer. Yeah, but summer doesn't like me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I hear you. Trust me, I hear you. I mean, like, summer is usually a good, pretty good time for me. I have RSD. Yeah. You know, oh, okay. uh, it's a pretty good time for me, uh, but uh, the winter time is hell for me, honestly. The winter time is worse for me. But um, uh, I definitely sounds, turned I, my I, husband into a polar bear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I ha- always have to be in the AC or, and always have to be away from the sun. I'm like either a vampire or polar bear. <laughs> <laughs> but... But uh, there was a lot of snow this year up here. Oh, man, I'm telling you. Yeah. Oh, so you much- had buckets and buckets of snow. <laughs> I know. You're telling me. Oh, my goodness. You did, like, just wall of snow. Like, everybody just gets snowshoes and, you know, huskies. and. <laughs> yeah, it was bad over here. It was pretty bad, yeah. Um, but uh, snow-wise, uh, over there, I think it was really cold in the, in the Midwest, though. Yeah, right? really cold. My my Malamu loved it. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> no, it was it's really cold, but the cold isn't really. It kind of eases me, at least. Like mm-hmm. always, if I'm in the middle of a flare or anything, um, it really calms down those symptoms for me. So if I'm in the middle, getting going into a flare, I'll take a nice cool shower and it'll kind of ease me down. Oh, that's cool. So right. yeah, so little things that you I learned on my own that help me make feel better. My cheeks start getting pink. I'm like, oh, gotta rest. Mm-hmm. Because that's usually my sign that my body's going to, you know, start going into hyperdrive, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So pink cheeks, got to rest. You know, and there's some days that you just got to set. This day, I'm going to sleep. Make an appointment with yourself, and this is what you do. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, to, because you're no good to nobody. Thing. Yeah, sometimes mm-hmm. rest is the best thing, you know? Um, and, and like you said, I mean, like, you know, when you know yourself. I mean, when you know your body and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. I mean... Uh, you just gotta, you know, rest when you gotta rest. You know, I mean, that's just the way it is. I mean, you know, I mean. Yeah, uh, and it's a luxury a lot of people can't have. You know, <laughs> that's I why know. you have to make appointments. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. You know, in in a lot of cases, especially with RSD, you know, the RSD pain could be so so intense uh, that uh, it's really hard to get any sleep. You know, and mm. uh, we're always talking about in our community. Uh, we're always talking about uh, pain insomnia, you know, and, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and not having uh, really, you know, any uh, any sleep. I mean, like in the beginning, before I had my, my treatment that worked for me called R, I, I was only getting, what, two, three hours of sleep. Now I'm at oh, least getting my sleep. Yeah, now I, I uh, at least get my six, seven hours sleep, you know, uh, because of the uh, Colomar therapy that I go through. So uh, mm-hmm. it, it's, uh, you know, it's it's good that you find the treatment for you, you know, and so on and so yeah. forth. And, um, you know, for, for you, it sounds like, you know, uh, staying away from the medication is, is what you do. I mean, do, do you uh, I, I do, do anything natural? Do you do anything natural? Um, no, the only thing I stick to is, is say, if I need to, obviously the pills are there if I need them, you know, and the only thing I do if I'm in a bad flare where it gets so bad that I have to go to the ER, the doctor's day will put me on um on a steroid pack for a week, mm-hmm. and that's as far as I go with the steroids. But as far as, like, natural stuff or anything, I haven't really tried anything. I know a lot of people that I met in the community online, they do a lot of natural things, and I, you know, or diets. 
you know, and I think right now since I do have to eat a certain way, I do feel a lot better. That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and right, because now you're pregnant and also and also eating right will help the baby, you know. So oh, yeah. uh, that that's that's key also, you know, and yeah. so on and so forth, you know. So, you know, the, these next couple of months are going to be key for you. So hopefully, you know, mm-hmm. you don't go into any flares or anything like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. The last time I was in a flare was um maybe about 2 months ago where you're it's just an extreme pain and you don't even know where the pain is coming from. Mm-hmm. You know, and of course it scares my husband because he's rarely seen me in that much extreme pain. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, and you, and you become really good at kind of concealing those things from your loved ones. Mm-hmm. You know, well, you, uh, you become very good at that. Well, that that's my next question, actually. The next question is how how is your... How's your family? How's your family life with lupus? I mean, does it does it hurt um, it? Does it help it? Or I, I don't know. A little bit of both. A little bit of both because everybody wants to see you as you know a healthy person, and you know I've always been very active, and they never want to see you as a sick person, mm-hmm. you know, or someone who can't do something, because that's never say been my, you know, mentality. Mm-hmm. But some days where they actually see it. Of course, it scares them. You yeah. know, in the beginning, there was a lot of denial. You know, a lot of denial. And my husband, you know, this is the w- reason I married him. We went on a date. I told him what was up. This is what I got going on. I didn't have time to mess around. The ne- very next day, he came with doctors, medicines, treatments, all this it, stuff that he Googled and said, how about this? To oh, try wow, to that's me. great. Oh, that's wow. great. Yep, and I've never had anybody put that much effort into me. Wow, that's awesome. That's really you know, great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that's, that's a lot amazing. of support I was in a relationship of 15 years, and and uh, my my guy, he wasn't that supportive. You know, a lot of times yeah. he, you know, he'd call me a malingerer and say I didn't want to go to work. I just didn't want to go to exactly. work. Exactly. You know, stuff exactly. like that, you know. Mm-hmm. I understand that completely because even before when I was dating, that is why I was so stern when I started, you know, dating, like, to I want to meet someone. I want that person in my life. When it started getting to that point of my life where I wanted someone serious, I wasn't going to mess around. You know, people, oh, don't don't tell people, you know, you have lupus right away. No, this is a part of me. Mm -hmm. And some days I'm going to have to break dates. Some days I'm not going to be able to go, you know, have a drink with friends. Because guess what? Lupus girl can't drink. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know, because you have a drink, it puts you in a flare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feel, feels great now, you know, getting that little buzz going on, but tomorrow is not going to feel great at all. Oh, yeah. That's, you got that right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A- and it just feels like you're, you, you're on death's end, and you're like, oh. And then I started putting two and two together, like, it's the liquor. Mm-hmm. Like, my body takes it as something toxic, which, you know, essentially it is. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah. my body takes it as something toxic in me and wants it out. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, I, I personally got to give it up to your husband. I, I, I got to give it up. Yeah, amazing guy. I got to give him kudos. I, you know, yeah. uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, he is that's pretty great. That's something else. I mean, uh, he mm-hmm. must he must have really loved you. Uh, that, that yeah, you I, know, wow, that's impressive. Where did you meet him? I actually met him online. Oh, did oh. you? Yeah, I met him online, and that that's the part that amazed me that, say, here I am meeting someone, you know, online, going on a date, 
and the next day, you know, he's coming with all this information. Mm-hmm. You wow. know, and yeah, you got a good great. one there. You look, you look yeah. out. That's great. You know, yeah. and where in my profession, where I worked, I worked in the hospital. I was a hospital coordinator. I worked with women all day. I worked on a mother baby unit. Mm-hmm. He worked construction. Mm-hmm. When are we going to meet people? Right, right. <laughs> he works with men all day. I work with women all day. <laughs> that's true. Well, that's how God works. That's amazing. <laughs> you know, so and then I met him, and it's funny. It was kind of serendipity where, you know, different parts of our life, we were living in the same neighborhood, but we never met. Wow. Oh, mm-hmm. oh cool. gosh. I love stories like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, yeah, as far as, like, he's very supportive with my lupus. He's always asking, you know, how things are. And he he does the whole cheek test where he'll touch my cheeks to see if they're warm, my forehead. You know, he's like, well, you know, he's like, hmm. He goes, your cheeks are pink. He goes, we're not going out today. And sometimes wow. I get upset because I'm like, I want to go out. Right. You know, something, you know, some days you're like, no, I, I want to go out no matter what. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want it, the lupus to get in the way of your life. Right, yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. Of course! Wow, that's I, I, I man, do I gotta give him? Oh man, I gotta give that guy kudos. <laughs> oh man, that's great. That's really great, and uh, I could see why now you, you're really happy to be pregnant with his, with his kid. You know, I mean, I, yeah. I, I could I could see why you know you're really ecstatic, you know, about you know being pregnant. Well, that's- and- well, that's yeah. even, you know, something to, to someone who to marry you. You know, you tell them this may not happen. Yeah. And yeah. For, I'm like, you have to be completely honest with the person. You know, if you want a baby, this might not happen with me. Yeah, maybe yeah, I'm not yeah, the best person for thing. you. Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe, you know, and, you know, no matter what, knock on wood, this little person, you know, stays with me, mm-hmm. you know, but no matter what, he's he's like, don't worry about it. We're there. Well, well let us know yeah. how it goes. Oh, absolutely. Update. Give us updates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, take yeah. it easy. Yeah, take it easy too. Is right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't push too oh, hard. That's yeah. the, that's the hard part. That's the part I get in trouble too for all the time. <laughs> <laughs> get lots of rest. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, really awesome. Uh, yeah, it's been awesome having you on uh, here in about your experience. And uh, thank you so much for making time for us tonight. Appreciate it. Oh, no problem. Thank you guys for having me, and it was a pleasure talking to you guys. It's, it's, yeah, it's funny how you meet people, and you're like, oh, talking to, you know, your girlfriends over dinner or something, you know? Yeah, it's <laughs> great to talk to you. I wish you the best, and God bless you and your husband and your baby. Thank you so much. And you guys, you take care in, in Florida with that humidity and everything, and you take care with that snow in New York in the wintertime. <laughs> in the wintertime, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You I'm telling you. <laughs> right, right. We're gonna get like eternal spring ones <laughs> with the but very please, Asians and please, weather that we get. Please let well, us, uh, let let us, us know, know about updates. Yeah, update. absolutely. Thank you yeah, so much. Call back in like every month, uh, once a month, or whenever, a couple months. No problem. No problem. Yeah, Thank let you us so much. Know. Give us an update. Yeah. Okay. Now you got two new nice family members. You. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. There you go. Have a wonderful night. You too. Night-night. Yeah. Bye-bye. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right, moving on, we have our next guest. Oh, I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, really exciting stuff. This is uh, Nikki Harrison. Uh, she's coming on to talk about her lupus experience. Let's bring her on. Hello, Nikki. How are you? 
Hello? Are you there? Is this Nikki? Um, no. Okay. Hi. Uh, are you uh, calling in uh, for a lupus experience? Question? I was, Comment? I was, I was following the directions to call in and listen to the show. Oh, okay. No problem. Have fun listening. Okay. <laughs> Put you back on hold. <laughs> all right. No problem. Uh, we all wait for uh, Nikki Harrison to uh, come on, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. We all waiting. Um, sorry for making that mistake. Again, you know, you never know who calls into these shows, you know, because again, yeah. there's That's no awesome. name. There's no name. It comes up as, uh, as as a town. It says Central Florida. So there's millions of people in Central Florida. I have no idea who this is. <laughs> you know? Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, you're in Florida. You're in southeast Florida, according to this. Yeah. Monroe, Monroe County, according to this uh, thing. Uh, and we have somebody, the listener is from Central Florida. So cool. Oh, around Orlando. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Uh, yeah, so uh, we for uh, Nikki Harrison to call in. She uh, that she was going to call in last night uh, to talk about her business. Uh, and uh, it's just me and you, Mary. And let's let's chat a little bit. Let's chat. I mean, well, what do you think, think about Jen's um, story? Yeah, I think in the future um, it'd be good to to, to have a, uh, maybe one of our monthly shows. We could do lupus and relationships and lupus and dating because you know that's kind of a um, a thing that that's been holding me back is um, you know having to uh, you know the fear of going into a new relationship when you have and when you have lupus and you have so many chronic illnesses and people don't un- you know if it's, you know some guys don't understand that you know and uh, you know like you know some guys' mentality is like well you know you just suck it up you know you just if you have pain you know you just go to work and you just ignore it and you put it out of your mind. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, and it's it's not that easy sometimes, but you know, and then it's, it makes you well. It's made me a, a little hesitant to you know to um, you know go out and uh, you know go out and socialize, and and then you know if I talk to someone online, and then well, first online you have to worry about if it's a real part, if it's a real person, or if it's a scammer, you know, from somewhere else, or you know somebody, some scam artist. And then once you get past that, then you tell them, you know, like if they say, "Why are you never online?" And you're like, "Well, I was at the hospital all day, and I don't feel like chatting now." Well, what's wrong with you? I got oh, I got a bunch of problems, problems from uh, desert storm, health problems, lots of chronic illnesses. And then, and then you never hear from them again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they get scared off sometimes. But you know, she got she got lucky. She got a great guy. Yeah, that's oh, awesome. definitely. That's all. Awesome. Yeah, that's that was great. really enli- that was really uplifting story. Oh, really? Yeah. Because it's so hard for uh, for um, women when they have lupus and uh, pregnancies, and uh, I really wish her the best. And I can't wait for her to call back in and let us know how it's going. Because it is really, uh, you know, it's it's, it's a concern. It, you know, it's so hard to try to to try to um, have a baby. And then you know, like that's another thing about living in South Florida with the uh, with the Latin cultures. You know, it's important for the guy, you know, to have a kid. You know, mm-hmm. well, one, I, you know, that counts me out because my eggs are already scrambled because I'm all, I'm going to be 53 one month from today. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but you know, if I was a lot younger, I would have to worry about that because if you're, if you have lupus and you know and and the 
you date if you date a Latino guy or you know some guy where the cult, it's important to have you know a family with kids and all that. That's another that's another obstacle of ha you know that comes along with having lupus. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know nothing's guaranteed, but um, you know it's an interesting topic though. Interesting topic. Yeah. Well, here's yeah. one guy that understands pain conditions right here, you know. <laughs> so yeah, oh, yeah. If any, if any ladies are looking, I, I'm I'm free, <laughs> you know. But, yeah. uh, you know, so, I mean, it, you know, more or less it's like, um, you know, for a guy it's different, I think. You know, for a guy it's different, you know, um, uh, in a way that we feel that we're the provider and when we can't provide – it's uh, a little different, you know, a little right. different per se. Right, you know, and, the, and the guy wants to, you know, wants doesn't want the uh, wife to be in pain, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and wants to um, take responsibility for that and ownership of it, and uh, sometimes it's not that easy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but, uh, oh, I wondered, uh, I forgot to ask her what the name of her blog was. Do you know? Uh, I can find out. Uh, she's yeah. in that. She's in that group with us. Uh, that uh, chronically fabulous group. Oh, that, okay. Yeah, she's in that group. Uh, that's how I got in touch with her uh, to do the show. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, she's in there, and she's in that other uh, lupus group with uh, Tina Amitage. Uh, so. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the Charm Foundation. Yeah. 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 Um, so. I know another girl in the, that's from Chicago that has a lupus blog. I was trying to find her while I was uh, we were on talking about to the other uh, patient. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's so far a great show again. Great show. Oh, I love I love these shows. I want to have more guests on. You know these shows because the more uh, we get out there, you know the the unique experiences of lupus, the better for the lupus community. I think, you know, oh, the more people that come out, the the better it will be for awareness, you know? So, oh, sure, absolutely. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, um, now, for me personally, you know, I don't know, you know, but I guess lupus has a major effect on the whole idea of pregnancy, you know, that oh, she yeah. was, like, really excited that she was pregnant, and she didn't even know if she would become president, uh, president, uh, pregnant because of uh, the lupus. Uh, you yeah. want to talk a little bit about that? I, I, I don't know much about that. So. Well, it's maybe. just that, you know, with the lupus and uh, lupus being a condition, um, you know, that's uh, very tenuous and you don't, you don't, uh, you know, you don't know uh, what their future really holds and, and, you know, sometimes the lupus, like in my case, has to be controlled with chemotherapy drugs. Mm-hmm. And she's very fortunate that she doesn't, um, that she's getting by without taking those toxic drugs. And, um, you know, and, and, and she's very lucky uh, that Tramadol, you know, Tramadol works for her. Um, yeah. You know, some people, the Tramadol doesn't, um, you know, it doesn't work, or you have to worry about getting a seizure from the Tramadol. That's what happened to me. I had a little, like, little mini like seizures where my legs would jerk and stuff, and I couldn't take the tramadol. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, it's just that the lupus, um, the lupus just makes it hard to carry a baby to term. And sometimes, you know, you have to be, you have to take care, you have to be taking care of good care of your health. You have to yeah. make sure you get a lot of rest. You have to eat right. You have to, 
you have to really pay attention to your body and make sure that you're doing everything possible possible to keep the lupus um, under control, and then you know, and then keep the baby healthy and uh, keep yourself healthy. It's a very stressful situation, but luckily um, she's one of those women where um, she's pregnant and the lupus has is in remission. Because sometimes it happens in women with uh, that are pregnant with and they have lupus and their lupus will go into remission and um, it, you know it won't it won't bother you you know during the ter- you know the nine month term you know right I hear you. I hear you. Um, but you know it's uh, hey pain is pain to me <laughs> yeah pain is you know, pain pain, yeah. pain is pain and uh, we just got to deal with it in the best way that we can you know. Yeah, she has a strong support system in her husband, you know, and yes. he's a, he's, you know, he educated himself about lupus the very first day that they met, and I went on a date, and, uh, you know, she, he's, he's, he's strongly in her corner, so, you know, she has that, so that's a big weight off her shoulders, you know, so she can uh, relax and take care of herself. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. he's gonna make, and he's gonna make sure that she takes care of herself, and, because he's armed with all the information, and then it's so sweet to hear hear him, you know, recognizing the signs of lupus on her face, and you know that was just a wonderful, wonderful to hear, just wonderful. Yeah, I mean it's it's awesome when you know people who don't have chronic pain conditions actually care, you know, and it's actually really interesting. You know, we have uh, some people that don't have lupus in our community in in RSD. And um, there, uh, one of them is actually doing a, a documentary on RSD, you know, right now. You know, and, uh, you know, it's, it's important, ladies and gentlemen, to get those folks, you know, get those folks that don't have chronic pain conditions and tell them, you know, come on, we need help and we need awareness and we need you to help us. You know, and, and maybe they'll jump on board. Some people will jump on board. You never know. If they're really good friends, they will jump on board. You know, and the more people we could get that don't have a chronic pain condition, the better it will be for us, I think. Because then, you know, we'll have, you know, people that don't have the chronic pain condition. Wow, yeah, I'm going to go out and tell people that, oh, yeah, about these chronic pain conditions, you know, because I'm learning a lot from my friend here. You know, or my girlfriend, or my boyfriend, or my husband, or my wife, or my kid. You know, I'm going to go out and tell the world about this chronic pain condition. You know, so it's important to have more leaders than followers, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, leaders than followers. We need more leaders. We need people to stand up and help, you know, and and so on and so forth. And that's what it's all about, ladies and gentlemen. You stand up, you help. And uh, you get the word out about these chronic pain conditions, you know. And, uh, you know, that's what we need, Marianne. That's what we need. Yeah, you take, you know, you take the, um, you know, you take away the mysteriousness of it and people won't be so afraid of it. Because when people, when people, when uh, people ask, what is lupus? And I say, well, it's an autoimmune disorder. And, uh, you know, used to, you know, back 10, 15 years ago when I first had lupus and people would hear, autoimmune disorder and they you know and you say well what does that mean and you say well when the body attacks itself they'll be like oh like AIDS like HIV 
Yeah, yeah, but it, it's not it's not that kind of a disease, you know. And you have to explain, you know. Yeah, it's similar to that. Only it's attacking it's attacking your uh, first it attacks your um, joints, then it attacks your organs, and then it you know it might attack your brain. I met a girl the other day at Dr. Maldonado's, and she has um, she has lupus vasculitis in her brain, and she mm-hmm. didn't even know that she had it. And um, until she had uh, she had she had a, a very bad headache, and she went to the ER, and you know they discovered an aneurysm in her head, and then they, they while they um, while they were in there, you know, and the CT scan showed that she had vas- lupus vasculitis of the brain, and all all the uh, you know the veins and everything are inflamed, and she has severe severe headaches where you know she can't do anything because of the massive headache. And um, you know, and and she's on a lot of meds. She's got, and she's got other autoimmune dis- diseases. Cause these autoimmune diseases, they like to join up together. It's, you normally don't have just one. I mean, God bless you if you only have one. But mm-hmm. you, usually, once you get one, you you know, a couple more will will be adding on. You know. Yeah. And, uh, because your because your immune system is so suppressed. You know, it's very you're very uh, vulnerable to 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 getting uh, you know anything that's that's easily passed along, or you know your body's so low in the immune system that other diseases pop up. You know, out of your own family history of DNA and everything, it's 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 uh you're you're susceptible to anything really. Mm-hmm. Your 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 bad family genes and everything else. Yep, definitely. Definitely, Marianne. Uh, doesn't look like our uh, second guest is coming on uh, tonight. Uh, so what we will do, Marianne, uh, is we'll we'll end the show here. I hope you're feeling better, uh, Marianne. I am. I am. <laughs> you sound a lot better. You really do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You probably listen to this show and tell the difference. Yeah, from the beginning to now. When I first, uh, I first came on, I could barely get one word out. It was like, oh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, but I feel better now. Thanks to the last caller, I feel great. I feel, yeah. you know, I feel a lot better. You know, I still got pain, but uh, it was—it's not as bad. It was—it let's just say it, it went from ten to like three or four. You know. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. It's really, it really. Um, well, see. Really emotional see Mary- story. Really touched me. Well, you see, you see, Marianne. You know, maybe. In retrospect, when doctor says it's in your head, maybe it is. You know, maybe it is, you know, because, hey, you started out this show, uh, you know, a a 10, right? And now you're like a 3-4. So, hey, maybe maybe it's a lot of mental. You know, maybe it is a lot of mental. And, you know, and then they go go hand in hand, you know. The, The mental causes the physical, and then the physical causes the mental. It's like... They go hand in hand together sometimes, but yeah, it's uh that story that story really moved me, you know, about her finding that guy and her being able to be pregnant and, and you know it just really uh it just really made made a, a difference in my day today. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a really inspiring conversation. It really was. I really yeah, enjoyed. Yeah, she sounded talking. like Kimmy Simonson. She sounded just yeah. like her. Yes, yeah, she did, right? Did you notice that? I was like, at first I thought we were being like uh, uh, hoax. (laughs) 
I said, any minute now she's going to say, this is really Kimmy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, well, Kimmy is pretty close to her over there in uh, in Wisconsin. So, yeah. you know, hey, you know, the, I guess they all have the same accent. Right, Kimmy? Yeah, yeah, that must be what it is. Yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. where's Kimmy? In Milwaukee? I, I I don't know what. Probably yeah, probably near Chicago. I bet. I bet yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that something? <laughs> yep. It's really yeah, interesting. It's nice. You're absolutely right, though. Uh, the 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 <laughs> the Westerners, you know, I'm telling you, they got that. They got that. Uh, they got that uh, um, really cool um, accent there. And, yeah. Uh, you know. And uh, when it, when it comes down to it, they all sound the same. They really do. They really yeah, do. Yeah. Like, well, all New Yorkers don't sound the same, though. You know, all, all New Yorkers are different sounding. You know, I, I'm different yeah. sounding than somebody else. You know, I mean, like, you know, if if sometimes you'll know, you know, if they're a New Yorker. It depends on, you know, the accent. Everybody knows. Right. I'm a yeah. Everybody yeah, knows I'm a New Yorker. You're from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, yeah, I love New York. Yeah, New York is great, you know. Uh, you it know, is. and uh, hey, you never know. You never know, Marianne. Maybe maybe one day you might move up here. Who knows? Oh, I sure hope so. I'm just waiting to win the lotto. <laughs> I, I, I would love to live in New York. I'd move tomorrow if I could. Uh, oh, that would be yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah, we could work and work in person together. That would be great. Yeah. That would be great. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would make things a lot easier. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yep. Um, so, yeah, Marianne, time to go. But, it, honestly, a really great show. And uh, thank you for being here, Marianne. Uh, no problem. Thank you for the opportunity. It was a great program. Great and, show uh, tonight, as usual. As well, usual. As usual. That's yeah. right, Marianne. And let's keep in mind, Marianne's brainchild, I'm telling you, we came back with this show. Because of Marianne. I mean, because, again, we had this show like two or three years ago, and then it just died out. But Marianne yeah. said, let's bring it back. And then we brought this show back. So Yeah, it's great, to too. Yeah. All right. So this is Joey Giggle signing off for another great show here on the Health and Wellness Channel of WIRN right here on TalkShoe. So this is Joey Giggle signing off. Take care. And... Enjoy the rest of your night. I'm telling you, it's pretty hot out here in New York. I don't know where it is or what it is in your area, but go check it out and go have some fun. Take care, everybody. Joe Yeagles signing off. Bye-bye now. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.